Welcome to the Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the media community. This episode is for Friday, December 19th, 2014. Welcome, Meteor fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my co-host, Rye Walker. Welcome to the show, Rye. So uh, this week, it's been a, another like jam-packed week of news. So mm-hmm. I, I actually had trouble like narrowing down what we we're going to talk about. Uh, minutes off the presses, we're going to talk about Meteor 1.0.2 being released. Yep. Uh, Template-level subscriptions from uh, Sasha. It's always a good, good, good blog post coming out of there. What is Meteor? Uh, blazing fast Meteor package search and server-side routing for SEO purposes. Um, yeah. So before we get into all that, we'll just talk quickly about the sponsors. Uh, yeah, so Modulus.io, you should go check them out. They are still the single best hosting solution for a Meteor app right now. So um, go to Modulus.io. They've got a code there for you to use, a discount code you can put in. Uh, Met Podcast, it'll give you a $25 credit. Definitely worth it. Um, they have all the options you need to, to host your app there. Um, and they've had a lot of great stuff in the last month or two, so... Give them a check out there, uh, modulus.io. And then uh, the other one is codeship.io uh, as well. Um, and you can go to codeship.io slash meteorpodcast. And they've got a coupon code, meteorpodcast, all one word. And uh, you'll get 20% off any paid plan for three months. And uh, they do some awesome work there for continuous deployment type stuff, continuous integration. So you can run your tests there. You can tell it to deploy to your servers. It's got integration points so it can detect when your code's been updated from GitHub. Um, it's pretty awesome. I'd uh, also check them out. Again, that's uh, codeship.io slash uh, Meteor Podcast. So, all that. And patreon.com slash Meteor Club. Uh, we don't have anyone new that signed up this week, but uh, if you want to be a supporter of the podcast or any of the other stuff that I'm doing, feel free to go there. And uh, join again. We're having a lot of fun conversations in the uh, Slack chat room, so that's pretty awesome. Um, all right. So Meteor 1.0.2. Have you installed it yet, Ryan? Yeah, I did. I actually have. I was upgrading uh, Assistant IO to Meteor today, uh, to Meteor One today, and it popped up. I'm like, may as well go to 1.02. I didn't know what it did. <laughs> But I accepted it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I think the the major pieces here are that we now have a command called Meteor Shell, uh, which is essentially an IRB now. Yeah. So and, and, uh, you can totally drop in the server side node code in a kind of an IRB type situation and start running lines of code, which is pretty awesome. Um, big, 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 big fan of that. Yeah, um, I haven't tried. Have you tried running Meteor Shell yet? I have not. I have not upgraded any apps to 1.0.2. I went and had a lunch and a long lunch with some beers and came back here and got ready to do this. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's afternoon. It's uh, it, I'm doing it right now. It works. Nice. Yeah. So that's awesome. <clears throat> looks like you have to run Meteor. I I try to just go straight Meteor Shell the way Rails console used to work. You know. You yeah. Just, but you actually have to start Meteor in a different window, and then you can Meteor Shell. Um, 
That's so, interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Unless, unless, in some kind of debugger under the covers. I'd be yeah. curious to really tear into that code. That'd be fun. Yeah, uh, sure the other, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing uh, that came with this is speed. Speed for your development environment. So they they've done a lot of work on the um, package. Um, Resolver, I guess it would be, and uh, they're able to. They're not actually like hitting um, atmosphere or ISO build every time that you're restarting the app. So um, I know in the notes that I was looking at, like um, they had a they had a thread on GitHub that you could go look at where they were kind of talking about the release candidate, and a lot of the people were reporting like uh, you know uh, order of magnitude improvement on on speed. So. Mm. Looked uh, looked pretty impressive. So, yeah, I mean, I, I my app starts. Did I? I was never one of a big complainer. I know that I definitely know it's slower to start apps than it used to be. You know, Meteor 07 or 06, You know, I mean, it was definitely faster to start, but it's, it's all right. You know, I, I can't really tell that it's starting a lot faster right now. So I don't know what the speed up is, but it's it's good. Yeah, acceptable. Yeah, it was it was really bad when when uh, I think the last O nine version came out, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and definitely like one O. It just it was ugh, it was bad. <laughs> it was slow. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad they've committed to that. Uh, all right, next up, template level subscriptions. Yes, template level subscriptions is a nice blog post by Discover Media. Um, describes um, really just it's a deep dive into publications and subscriptions in media. Uh, so it's, I think it's a pretty good um, early tutorial for if you're learning media, you can jump in and, and understand again what collections, publications, and subscriptions are and how that works um, and how that affects reactive variables um, and uh, that kind of stuff. So it's a uh, you know, I haven't gone through the tutorial personally, but it's long and detailed. So, well, so I think the interesting part of it is the fact that he's uh, making the the uh, subscription calls like right in the template rather than in Iron Router, which mm -hmm. is maybe different than what we see most people talking about. Yeah. And uh, he uses Reactive R to kind of track what's loaded and what's not to kind of give you that more Gmail-ish feel like yeah. little pieces of components rendering on the page rather than waiting for the whole page to be done. Right. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, think, um, I think we're doing that. We're doing some subscriptions. Let me think. Yeah. And we're definitely in, in user cycle. We're definitely doing subscriptions outside of the routes, but mm. I think what we're doing there, I don't know. I'll have to figure that out. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, it, it's interesting to say like you can do subscriptions in places that are not the route too. Uh, right. So uh, kind of a neat, a neat study in that. Yeah. Well, I think the key here is like outside of the wait on, right? Like most people will put their subscriptions in the wait on, um, but there's actually a little known, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, argument you can pass to Iron Router and you can tell, you can pass it subscriptions and it won't wait on those, but it will still subscribe to them as part of the route. So uh, there's a, there's a lot of different ways to do this. Yeah. Yep. So, 
again, another great, a great uh, post here that if you need to level your up, level up your meteor, um, it's a great way of uh, really understanding, uh, you know, from another angle, what, what publications and subscriptions are and how they work. Yeah, definitely. I would say uh, if you're new, go go read all of Sasha and uh, Tom's blog posts. There, they're always like yeah. high quality. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Um, next up was actually my blog post. Uh, I wasn't gonna put this in here, but if you haven't seen it yet, uh, what is Meteor.js? You can go to my blog or go to Crater, and you can find the post. Um, but uh, the one thing I I, I want to say about it, number one, like Nick Wintage did an amazing job on that graphic. Um, I oh I have it right here. Like so if you if you go to the post and you look, like here's what I sketched and sent to Nick, and then he sent me that other thing back, and it looks so much <laughs> better. <laughs> so he did a great job, um, and that was awesome. And a ton of people helped me out editing that post, so thanks to them, Sasha, and uh, some of the people in the, the chat room, the um, Media Club Slack chat room. Uh, but the basic is, you know, there's a there's a nice infographic that kind of shows you how the different parts of Media interact, and when you type Media Run, what's actually happening under the covers. That's really what I wanted to, to show. Um, and then... You know, I kind of dive into the components and what they are and then show you, you know, if you went out and did this yourself with Node or something else, then, you know, what what kind of things are you going to have to glue together to kind of get the same, a similar framework to do the things that you can do with Meteor? And so I really wanted to kind of compare and contrast on that point. So that was the gist of the post there. And it hit Hacker News today. It seems to be... In the uh, on the front page still right now. So if you're watching this live, you should go upvote it and maybe throw in on some comments. Um, there's definitely some hacker news trolling going on in there. I decided to troll back, so I'm having some fun with it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 71 comments so far. It's, a, oh, it's number it's number 51 right now. So it's falling off the front page. So you. Oh. you <laughs> Go up vote it, people. Go yes, up vote. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's not cheating, is it? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Whatever. Like, I didn't even. So I tried to post it, and then it got like. Apparently, I asked two or three of my friends to vote, and then it was voter ring got dropped. So I deleted it and just thought, whatever. I give up on Hacker News. And like, I'm at lunch, and I get a tweet, and it's like, hey, you're on the front page of Hacker News. Good job. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, yeah, sometimes you should, you don't have to force it, you know. Sometimes yeah. just let it happen. <laughs> yep. Apparently, patience—that's my lesson for the week. Yeah. All right, let's jump to the next topic: um, blazing fast meteor pay package search. So uh, someone threw up a, a uh, something called fastosphere.meteor.com, blazing fast meteor package search powered by Algolia, which apparently is a, a, a search service, a real-time search service. Is this a Meteor product, I wonder? Do you know anything about this guy, this Algolia? I actually had not heard of it until until here. Um, Algolia. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Hosted yeah. cloud search as a service. So, so it looks um, like it's, a, it's basically a nice little demo of their technology using what is a known kind of a problem. Uh, they must be, at least be interested in... in Meteor enough to have gone to atmosphere and, and felt the slow search pain, 
or they're just opportunistic and regular. Well, this like was this was put know. together by someone in the community. Um, oh, so I don't think okay. it was put together by anyone at Al Abulia. Oh, okay. All right, I was going to say it would have been a really smart demo for them to have done it themselves. Don't you think? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> but they do. I mean, one of the things that they tag here, their their tagline is "Build Real Time Search," mm-hmm. a powerful API built for developers. They deliver relevant results in your mobile apps and websites from the first keystroke. So. So this is a testament to, you know, if you cache things that you search on, search is faster, apparently, (laughs) (laughs) rather than going live in a database. (laughs) Yeah. So I, you know, the interesting thing here is um, this is one been open source, which I think is amazing. Right. And um, actually, it's 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 pretty good. Uh, It's it's definitely zippy. and they've done a decent job at the UI. Like, there's not a lot of color. There's not a lot going on. But, you know, they're showing you the number of stars for the project on GitHub, which I think is maybe slightly more relevant than the number of stars that people have arbitrarily put on Atmosphere. I don't know. Yeah, it can be. Um, are they sorting it by that, though? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it looks like they are. Maybe. Um, um Actually, it looks like yeah. no, not alphabetically. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I have it's no five idea. Stars. It's five stars. That's good. Well, yeah. no, it's not totally. It's it's basically if it, there's two levels. If it's in the name of the package, those are automatically on the top, <clears throat> sorted by stars, and then then they search the description, and then they sort. These those. are. I think these are done by download, but I think there's a correlation between downloads and number of stars. Yeah. For a lot of a lot of non non core packages would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of results, too. It's doing fuzzy search, which is kind of interesting as well. Um, it's, not yeah. doing, it's not doing, like, synonyms. That'd be pretty badass. But, like, I search for blog. <laughs> I search for blog, which is one of my packages, and I get log and, uh, you know, like... Um, but I think you can search for blog, right? And it, it's doing... Um, it's it's oh, yeah. doing some suggestion there based on you mistyping the word. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of interesting as well. Yeah, that's funny. Funny you should choose yeah. Brog. That's a <laughs> well, you know, it's just one letter off from blog. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So no, I, like, um, gosh, I'm probably gonna say his name wrong. Um, I'm trying to find it here again. Uh, he goes by Ace MTP on uh, on here. Vienna Lecroart. Yeah, he's I said that two, two wrong. hard names. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's from France. But uh, I think he said they just sat down one evening, him and his brother, I believe, and uh, really just kind of hacked this together. Um, you know, the, the, the biggest thing to me, though, is kudos to you for open sourcing this, right? Like, why is it on this, you know, this core piece of our of our infrastructure around Meteor, why is it that Atmosphere is not open source? Why do we have these problems? Why why are we dealing with lagginess and bugginess? Like, there are a number of people that want a project to work on, and I guarantee you they would jump in on this project in a heartbeat. But none of us can see that. Yeah, well, I think that, you know, number one, it'd be great if, um, well, I mean, it'd be great if Atmosphere adopted this technique, right? Because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's open source, so you can literally go in and grab it and throw it in there and boom, atmosphere is faster. Or 
this could be expanded by the community to be an alternative to the current atmosphere, which is kind of fracturing, which isn't great, but at the same time, like, you know, we, I think we do want, I think the community does want atmosphere to be open source and it'd be nice if it was, and we can help all work together to solve problems within it since it's uh, a core part of the, of the, the experience. Um, you know, you know, maybe percolate has the goal to, um, do some other things with the code base. That's okay. Yeah, well, I mean, then, like, like keep the code. I mean, you could just, I don't know. It's tricky. Like problem is, so I'll say they, they put out a fact this week. Um, my guess is actually in response to this coming out, right? Like a lot of people are saying, you know, where, where's, where's the source? Why can't we do this? And so the fact says, uh, we haven't open sourced it because we may want to do something commercial with the code base. Yeah. My response to that would be, um, Number one, I, I don't think I, you know, I'm not sure what commercial thing you're going to do with the code base. Um, uh, it, it could be with, it could be outside of Meteor, you know, it could sure. be like, hey, you know, better, I don't know, like, again, I mean, I guess they could, they could, they'll explain that as time goes on, but the point is like, you know, I think there are probably people that will go search on Fastosphere now rather than Atmosphere for those two reasons, you know, number one. Yeah, I probably will. I mean, Atmosphere looks pretty, but functionally it just doesn't doesn't quite get it done all the time for me. Like yeah. sitting there, I you know, maybe this is like the biggest of first world problems, right? Like I'm sitting there for 20 seconds waiting for my search results to come back. But at the same time, when I do a big query, like it, it does take a while before things show up. So hmm. it's not, it's, it's definitely not awesome. Um, the, the biggest thing I would say is there are a number of businesses out there that exist. You can look at uh, Thoughtbot with uh, their Hound project, and that's completely open sourced, and uh, they still have a commercial venture behind it. So mm-hmm. you know this, this is not a crazy thing. You look at Meteor itself; it's open sourced, but there's a commercial venture that's going to be coming out of it. So mm-hmm. I again say to Tom and the Percolate team, like. Let's not be that single point of failure. Let's open source this. Let's get this out there for the community. I think only good things can come of it. Yeah. Well, like, again, first thing in would probably be someone merging this project into it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's all right. topic. <laughs> get off my high horse. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, last up is the server-side routing for SEO purposes. So, um Good old Airnota, the Airnotas. He uh, he's been doing some work on uh, Meteor SSR, and I I think it's good. I'm glad to see he's pushing the envelope there. Uh, I definitely feel like this is something that's gonna come later from Meteor Core, our Meteor Development Group. Um, and you know I, I'm definitely the other interesting thing is I'm starting to sense this growing frustration with the speed of MDG. Um, you know, there's there's uh there's now this like open but secret GitHub that's going on where people are talking about forking Meteor. Um, but you know, I'm I'm glad to see he's he's definitely pushing the envelope here and and trying to do interesting things. Uh, there's two packages that you can add to to go down this path. Um, it's uh, Meteor Hacks SSR and then Meteor Hacks Picker, and uh, I think it. It replaces Iron Router on the server. This picker does, so um, you kind of have to get both wired up together to get it working. So you're essentially going to be building um, templates. You got to put them somewhere shared, and then you have to um, 
use those for iron router on the client side and then you'd use picker to kind of compile those templates on the server side so i think this doesn't quite feel like the right solution still but i'm glad that he's doing work here i think the right solution and you know i know that that chris and Arnota have talked about it but the right solution to me is you know if we can figure out a way to get iron router to handle this, then we don't have to make, you know, multiple routes and temp like moving the templates around to handle that kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, um, it's, it's interesting. Like I'm reading about why not you just keep using phantom JS and, you know, he says that the solution works well. He mentions, you know, that phantom JS isn't available on cloud hosting service like modulus, which I disagree with. Um, yeah, that's totally not true. Yeah. Um, it might run, it old, runs an older version of JavaScript, so it might not be like I, I've not had any problems with that, um, and I also don't have any problems with the with the search engine hits like spiking my CPU necessarily. I did have I have had problems in the past where it didn't seem like a crater. Yeah, okay, you have, have had some issues. Yeah, but that was I think that was more of a digital ocean issue. The other problem there is like I think when ten to twelve Google bots come in at the same time, which is that seems to be how Google works. Yeah. You're spinning up 10 to 12 Phantom JS issues, and the yeah. I, to me the issue was ultimately the fact that uh, Meteor was just spawning Phantom JS for you know 10 to 12 times, and then um, you know it was chewing up the memory, and I didn't have swap on the box initially, yeah. and it just it spiked the box and killed it. And yeah. um, so the the right move, you know, I moved it to a one gig slice, and then threw threw swap on it, and I've had zero problems out of it since then. Yeah, and so the last one he said about FanJS, which I will agree with, is that sometimes you see errors on server out on the server log and it just stops logging uh, to the, you know, stops putting out the HTML um, and that's hard to debug. I'll, I'll concur with that. However, I haven't really seen that problem. I haven't personally seen that problem in, in months, um, but... Well, but do you monitor for it, right? Well, usually, like, when you, you, like, you go to the log, you know, if you're like, no, you don't. I'm not monitoring for it, but I used to like pop into Modulus and look at the log file and see like these FanJS errors. Like, what the fuck's going on with that? And then you know, you check the search engine, you and you see, oh crap, you know, like, the SEO is jacked up because FanJS. Right, is but for us. me, like with Crater, that was a two and a half month process. Yeah. So, so you it's know, still a problem. I, you're saying it's still a problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That one is definitely a problem, and I think you could fix the package for that. And the other problem um, that he maybe didn't talk about is really the speed, right? So Google ranks you based on the speed of your site, and the speed is definitely a factor. Excuse me, when you think about the fact that you're spawning a Phantom JS process when you see the agent header, uh-huh. and then you're grabbing the HTML, and then you're bringing that HTML back, and then shipping that up from the Meteor server to the client. Like, there's definitely some speed, oh, yeah. um, a slowdowns involved in there, and uh, that I think that is a core consideration. So to me, the two are, you know, the errors and then the the speed, because those do definitely affect your SEO quite a bit. Yeah. So now we have with this opportunity from Aranota, there's um, like, do I deal with the possibility of, of running out of memory on my server or do I have an alternate router on the server uh, and, and like extra packages that I need to learn. So yeah, it'd be great if I mean, we would just get another package instead of Spiderable or instead of uh, Phantom JS, I should say, you know, use MRT or Meteor install 
something else and it'll be the replacement. That's where we we need to get to. I think for me to shift away from Phantom at this point. Yeah. Well, I think maybe the the better solution would be to uh, um, move to something where there's a little better handling. It's it can still use Phantom JS if it needs to, but like let's let's throw some caching in there or something. You know, mm-hmm. like that could be interesting as well. Yeah, yeah. That that could handle speed and then just put some put some real air handling around this thing so that uh, you know we can we can hook in notifications or emails or something. So I know when I didn't serve things up to Google or Facebook, I want to know about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, but definitely, uh, I mean, again, an amazing experiment, uh, Aeronota. <laughs> uh, yeah. Very impressive, um, and uh, hopefully, it's leading us in a, the into a better solution. Yeah, yeah. My hope is, if nothing else, like this can be the precursor to work that the media development group can look at and say, oh, hey, maybe we can do this, right? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Sam's uh, getting, I'm getting bombarded. Uh, so Robert Brown wanted me to shout out to him. He's watching on YouTube. And then Sam sent me a link to, uh, oh, someone made a cached spiderable package. Nice. I know what I'm going to be looking at tonight. What's the? <laughs> uh, can you paste that link in the in this chat here? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a ch fritz colon spiderable. Uh, it's a minor modification. Put it in the chat. And uh, for those watching live, I will put it in the Google Plus page. Yeah. Um, a minor modification of the spiderable package system with caching. This helps reduce the CPU load on the servers that serve a potentially large number of pages. It also drastically reduces page load time, which is essentially for SEO, which is a big deal. Hmm. Um, yeah, so this is this is interesting. That. I delete that line in my packages, put CH Fritz spiderable, and I am using it now. See how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only problem that I foresee here is, you know, when thinking about something like Crater, we'll probably need a method to call to, like, expire the cache. Like, I see something in here about cache time, but I wonder if there's a way to hook in and say, like, just auto-expire the cache, like when a new post is put onto the front page mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. That's the only well, thing. Well, I mean, it looks like you can set it to a day, you know, or whatever. Default says it's 30, 30 days for caching, but you can change it to be an hour if you want, you know. Yeah. yeah I, just, I don't know. Page, yeah. I don't know how often Facebook and Google and those guys are hitting the site, so yeah. finding that timing is going to be a little tough. And, uh, you know, again, yeah. like, if they come along, I don't want to necessarily serve them stale data, but it yeah, might be, yeah. it, so it might be better it, to serve quick stale data than slow, yeah. real-time data. Yeah, something like Creator, which will eventually have 100,000 URLs, right, as uh, time goes on and media yeah. becomes dominant in the world. Um, yeah, it's a different problem than someone who's got like 10 public URLs. Uh, so That is very true, right? Yeah. So I could see absolutely putting this into user cycle because you guys just care about the marketing side there. Yep. For yep. Purposes. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah, man. All right, well, good, good talk. Yeah, so uh, if you guys haven't noticed yet, I'm uh, we're going to start doing these things live on Friday, um, usually around 3.30 or 4, and then uh, they'll get posted up Monday afterwards. So if you want to see the thing live, join in. Uh, we'll have Q&A stuff kind of going on right at the end. I'll check. I forgot to say something ahead of time. Um, mm-hmm. 
but uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, maybe take questions at the end of the next one, which won't be until. Ooh, can you do yeah. January third? Uh, yes, I can. Okay. Yeah. So we'll okay. we'll take January second. We'll take uh we'll take Christmas off, and then we'll resume in the new year. Awesome. So enjoy your holiday break, everybody. And uh, if you haven't yet, be sure to check out Patreon.com/slash Meteor Club. And uh, if you want to see another podcast, we've got a goal on there. Let's uh, let's get it going. <laughs> All right. All right. Talk to you guys later. All right. Bye.